Welcome to another enlightening episode of The Truth Revealed. I am your host, Dr. Lewis, and today we'll be deep diving into the realm of spiritual warfare to discuss various demonic spirits that can affect, that can affect our lives. We'll explore their manifestations, the roots, and most importantly, how to overcome them through the power of scripture and prayer. Let's jump right into our discussion on the demonic spirits that can influence our lives and how they manifest. So the first one that um, we're going to discuss, and there's 16 spirits, but I don't know if we'll be able to get through to all the 16 in this episode. It may be a part two, but we're just going to dive in right now and see. So the first spirit is the spirit of divination. So it's called the spirit of divination. So this spirit often manifests through practices like fortune telling, soothsaying, witchcraft, and more. Symptoms include, listen to the symptoms, guys, fascination with occult practices like horoscopes and constant seeking of external guidance. Without deliverance, individuals may become trapped in deception and spiritual bondage. See, that's a very tricky one because I was one of those ones that would run to the paper back then. It was the horoscopes used to be in the uh, newspaper so I used to get that the comics and the horoscopes I used to pull that part of the, uh, the newspaper and to read what my horoscope was because I didn't I wasn't aware that the different hor- uh, horoscope signs that they're not of God they're definitely demonic um in that I used to say, oh, I'm a cancer because my birthday is such and such, such and such. And I would go and read up what it says about the cancer. I'm like, oh, I can identify with that. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, you a Gemini. Oh, you have this attitude. All of those things is an illusion. And yes, some things that they say about a, a specific behavior type is accurate. But keep in mind who's giving, who's saying that. Why does your birthday have anything to do with a, a, a particular horoscope sign? What we, a lot of us as Christians don't understand is that witches, warlocks, people that say, oh, they are uh, mediums and stuff like that. They, they hear things too. They see things as well. But we have, as Christians, we have the power over them. So, yeah, some things that you may find is accurate that you hear from them. They may say, oh, you have this uh, particular attitude. And you might be like, yeah, that's true. But they hear things as well. And the only reason why these uh, behavior practices work for them is because they believe. See, the enemy understands that. Our belief system is paramount in a Christian world. So as as Christians, God is telling us in everywhere in the Bible, have faith, have faith. If you believe, you'll receive. So they understand that they use the same practices. Okay, so we believe this is it. This is this is what's going to manifest. So but they use it for negative things as well. And when you depend on a medium, are you depending on God? Are you when I'm running to the horoscopes? Are you depending on the horoscope to be accurate or are you depending on what the word of God says? 
Because the Bible says don't put no nothing before God. We will be running to the horoscopes to see what it's going to say about what the week is to come. We should be running to God for the same influence. Okay. So I'm going to take you out of scripture. Um, what it says about the spirit of divination. All right. So in Acts chapter 16 verses 16 through 18 it reads and it came to pass as we went to prayer a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying the same followed paul and us and cried saying these men are the servants of the most high god which shew unto us the way of salvation and this and this did she many days but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her in the same hour. Here's the thing. Paul was able to identify that spirit on her. And you know what he did? He used his words. He commanded that spirit to leave her. So that's a, that's a way how we uh, get out of bondage we command it to leave we fast and pray we use our mouth we use the power of authority that god given gave us to do that but we have to believe too okay so the next one is a familiar spirit i know a lot of, i've heard this before even before i was saved i've heard people say oh that's a familiar spirit or a monitoring spirit i've heard people say that so let me give you a little backstory of what a familiar spirit is. A familiar spirit, it has the symptoms of constant desire to communicate with the dead, seeking mediums and psychics and fascination with the supernatural. Those under the influence of this spirit may be led astray by false prophecies and deception, straying away from the truth. So. If you just like I was saying before, if you go to the horoscopes, okay, so say if you go to a medium, a psychic, you depending on them to give you the truth, uh, maybe make a, a big decision in your life or tell you something about your past or go speak to the dead, your dead relative. They're speaking to the enemy. Understand that when you have this is something so profound because I didn't know this until maybe uh deeper into my walk with Christ. When you have visions of dead people, they're demons. So the enemy is so crafty that he will give us put an illusion in our mind and say, hey, my dead ancestor came back to visit me. The Bible says we are not we're not battling with flesh and blood. We're battling with principalities. That means we're not fighting the flesh, we're fighting the spirit. So if a dead person came to you in a vision, right, their spirit should be gone on with Christ. The body is just an image. That's a flesh. That's just a vessel. So that doesn't mean that the enemy cannot enter that vessel in a vision to give you something, give you a truth or to come and talk to you. So we shouldn't pray. We shouldn't um worship and pray for the dead or want to seek them to bring them back in a vision or something like that because the enemy is crafty he used that to distract us i remember um when my dad died right and i me and my dad had a really close relationship and i yearned for him like i i was so depressed for like 
I think I was depressed for years about his death, right? And I would have different visions of him coming to my dreams, talking to me, you know, uh, don't, you know, don't be afraid or do this and do that. But that was a trick of the enemy to get me to yearn for his spirit again, which would make me to me encourage me to be like, okay, well, let's go talk to a medium, see if we can get him to come back. He could have very well, and he have said some positive things to me in a vision, but it made me yearn for him deeper, which made me want to be like, oh, I want to talk to the dead. I would watch the show about the medium, how the medium would be telling me, telling people with with their ancestors and with their dead relatives. I started being intrigued with that. Do you see the deception? You see the rabbit hole the enemy was trying to pull me into? So if I'm trying, if he knows... Oh, I'm so, you know, yearning and eager to talk to my dad, my deceased father. Okay, well, I'm going to let her, I'm going to give her a little something, you know, to keep her, to draw her closer to him. him. Then next thing I know, I'm watching mediums. Then the next thing that could have happened, I could have been knocking on psychic's door, asking to, to get in touch with him. It just goes deeper and deeper and deeper into the demonic rabbit hole. And see, with that, um, it can be dangerous. It can be dangerous because if you're not aware, you're not equipped to be able to fight the demons. So what if at some point you become a psychic and you become a fortune teller because you know all because you believe you were deceived in your mind that, oh, I was able to talk to my dead relative and I'm not a bad person. And this 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 was a very good thing. And I want to talk to him more. It was a demonic rabbit hole that I could have glory to God that I didn't fall down that. But this is the deception. OK, but a familiar spirit is a it, it, it can be a spirit of your dead relatives, for example. All right. I'm going to give you all a little scripture about that. Um, in Deuteronomy 18, chapter 18, verse 11. It says, or a charmer or a consultant with a familiar spirit or wizard or not necromancer. Any of those people, you don't, we don't need to consult with at all. At all. Okay, because th- here's the thing. The enemy is so crafty. We have to think. We have to think on so many different levels. If it's not a crisis of the enemy, that's how you have to think about things these days. Because he's coming in so subtle. With the little things that we do. So I'm going to tell y'all about the next one. The spirit of jealousy. Now, I know everybody have experienced the spirit of jealousy. So the, the spirit of jealousy manifest manifestations include hatred, strife, and constant to desire to compete with others. Jealousy can lead to fractured relationships divisions and a spirit of contention if not delivered individuals may find themselves in a cycle of bitterness and conflict so for example if you have the spirit of jealousy on you and we've all had um i know i had before i've been jealous at um looking at some of my friends years ago like oh my god they are they are blessed they are they're able to do this they're able to do that Oh man, I wish I had that. And how did they get that? And what? That's that's wrong because that spirit continues to grow. Where what happens after the spirit of jealousy? 
competition. What happens at the competition? Hate. Then strife, because now I'm I'm angry. It's a common, it's a it's a it's a common rabbit hole, a destruction to keep you closer. None of that is of Christ. Once one spirit, one demonic spirit into you gets you gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, which is harder to get out. Right? So I'm gonna read to y'all the spirit of jealousy. It's um in Numbers chapter five, verse 14 and and uh verse 30. And the spirit of jealousy come upon him and he be jealous of his wife and she be defiled. Or if the spirit of jealousy come upon him and he be jealous of his wife, she be not defiled. So pay attention to that. The, je- the jealous spirit can affect you your spouse, your friends, it's just like a, it spreads. Okay. So just, if I'm giving off positive energy, you know, I'm giving off love, showing Christ-like behavior, the people in the room, somebody in the room to see this planet is going to continue to grow. Same with jealousy. Any of the spirits that you implant, it festers, right? So the next one is the lying spirit. This spirit is categorized by strong deceptions, flattery, and false teachings. Symptoms include falling prey to false prophets and teachers, believing in lies, engaging in slander and gossip. Without deliverance, individuals may be led further away from the truth of the word, God's word. So here's the thing with the lying spirit, right? This is why a lot of people stray away from church. Because they don't trust their leader or their leader is operating in these types of spirits. So if this, if your leader, your pastor, whatever ministry you're affiliated with, is operating, giving you false teachings, they're not backing it up with scripture, not backing anything up they say by the word of God, it's a lying spirit. You will see them bear horrible fruits in their church it'll be a lot of confusion it will be a lot of chaos it will be a lot of jealousy all of these spirits that we discussed you'll see it right there so this is why even though in this ministry i have to make sure that i exhibit and i pray my prayer deliverance and protection over these spirits and i advise you guys to do the same thing because you're affiliated with this ministry and you are the example sometimes you are the example of this ministry so somebody see you out of order cutting up exhibiting all of these different spirits what do you gonna what do you think they're gonna think about the ministry that you're affiliated with and nine times out of ten the people that are affiliated with the ministry is an example of their leader got it so now let's continue to explore these uh malevolent spirits that can affect our lives and the outcomes if not delivered and restored. Here's a deep one, the perverse spirit. I've been uh I've had it. So many people have had it. I I I probably don't even know somebody that never had this spirit. So let me explain it to you. This uh perverse spirit the manifestations include involvement in sexual perversions, twisted beliefs, and a disregard for morality. Individuals under this influence may engage in destructive behaviors and find themselves trapped in a cycle of sin and brokenness. So 
the sexual perversions, like maybe pornography, maybe threesomes, maybe um, uh, same-sex uh, um, relationships, that's a perverse spirit. That's a perverse spirit that enter you. And you have to be delivered from it because it's a rabbit hole. For example, um, not to get too explicit, but I I personally suffer with a sexual a spirit, a perverse spirit, and that spirit was to be in control. So whatever I wanted to do, just me being in control. And that that used to do something for me in a negative way. But if I wasn't delivered from that spirit, I could have which I haven't, glory to God, I could have fell into a spirit of homosexuality, um, other perverse practices, uh, what they call it when they um, whip people, I forget what it's called, um, what is the dominatrix and all of that, I could have gone deeper and deeper and deeper, so once these, just one little thing out of a perverse spirit can grow to something else, all right. So the next spirit. Oh, let me give you some scripture on a perverse spirit, because I need you guys to know where to go back and read more about it. OK, that's in Isaiah chapter 19, verse 14. It says the Lord had mingled a perverse spirit in the midst thereof, and they have caused Egypt to err. That means like to be in error in every work thereof as a drunken man staggered in his vomit. So I want y'all to go back and read that story in Isaiah. So at the end of this, we'll, um, you'll find all the scriptures for your reference. Yeah, because that's a very deep one. But this is during a time where Jesus was coming and delivering people. You just, it, it's these spirits, I'm only listed like 16, but just think if you had one or two, how deep you could still be in them. It's crazy. Um, the spirit of haughtiness, haughtiness. That's um, it's the symptoms are include you arrogant, you're prideful, your rebellion against authority. Those affected may reject God's guidance and become self righteous, leading to a rejection of God Himself. I know <laughs> everybody that's listening to this uh this this um program can identify with somebody that had the spirit of haughtiness on them i've had it in my sin being arrogant being prideful can't tell me nothing rebellious oh i had that spirit you can tell me nothing but it by the grace of god thank god i was delivered from that spirit because people that have this spirit of haughtiness they get themselves in so much trouble unnecessary trouble that you you can't tell them nothing they got all this pride and they could be so wrong and everybody else could see their failures and they they wrong around them but them it's like they're a blind person walking around and everybody see their mess it's 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 disgusting it is really disgusting to have this spirit you know but if you've encountered somebody with this spirit you gotta really pray that thing down so i'm gonna give y'all the scripture about um spirit of haughtiness it's in proverbs chapter 16 verse 18 it says pride goeth before destruction and haughty spirit before fall listen (laughs) listen people that are full of pride when they fall they fall bad 
And sometimes it's one of those situations where everybody can see. Oh my gosh. But by the grace of God, we're going to pray them things down. Here's another one. Spirit of heaviness. This spirit leads to depression, despair, and hopelessness. Individuals may struggle with suicidal thoughts and find themselves unable to experience joy or peace. Without deliverance, this spirit can lead to further mental and emotional turmoil. Yeah, I mean, as the list goes on, I'm like, yep, I had that spirit of heaviness. How many people you know have dealt with depression or still in depression or just feel hopeless? And they struggle with suicidal thoughts. This is a real thing. Just think if you just had one, you just was depression. You just dealt with depression. Just think about what comes with that. You, you want to, that it grows to, you want to kill yourself. It's a rabbit, demonic rabbit hole. Yep. And here's another one. Spirit of whoredom. Oh my goodness. The spirit of Hona manifests unfaithfulness, idolatry, and a constant pursuit of worldly desires. The, those under this influence may engage in destructive relationships and behavior, leading them to spiritual separation from God. Here's the thing. All of these spirits that I'm listing here, they all lead to the spiritual separation from God. But this one specifically... When you practice with idolatry, you believe in for something else. You believe you putting all your hope in into something or somebody else. The spirit of whoredom. So I'm going to read the scripture. It's coming from Hosea chapter 4 verse 12. It says, my people ask counsel at their stocks and their staff declare unto them. For the spirit of whoredoms have caused them to err and they have gone a whoring for under their God. Yep. So they whoring after somebody else. After their God. Oh, Jesus. We're not just done just yet. There are more spirits to confront and understand. And I'm going to try to get y'all through these because we need at the before we close, we're going to pray a prayer deliverance over these spirits. If you are connected to them in any way. And I want you guys to examine yourself first. Before you go out there trying to identify what somebody else got, examine yourself first. All right. So the next spirit is spirit of infirmity. This is one that a lot of our older generation have, but they don't see this. So I want y'all to catch this. Right. So the spirit of infirmity, the symptoms include physical ailments, weakness and oppression individuals may suffer from chronic illnesses and find themselves in a state of weakness and suffering without deliverance they may continue to experience physical and then emotional pain check this out so old people right a lot of older people i'm not gonna say old people but a lot of older people will say oh i have arthritis and i've been dealing with this for a long time and my legs this and my legs that and you know, I, it's nothing I can do. Nothing they, they can't find it. This is like the topic of their conversations, what they're going through, their ailments, their sicknesses. It's like they seek kind of attention because of those illnesses. That is a spirit of infirmity. So when we are when we have an illness, right, when we are fighting an illness, understand that that is a spirit. That is fighting with your spirit, your spirit man, which is in Christ, right? 
that spirit of infirmity is trying to suppress you to keep you away from Christ. When we're faced with a spirit of infirmity, that's when we're supposed to go closer and deeper into our spirit of Christ because they're at war with each other. So we got to throw some scripture on it. We got to throw some fasting and praying on it. Uh, uh-uh, We got to throw some faith on it. Most importantly, no, I'm not accepting this. How many people have you heard about that said oh the doctor diagnosed me with cancer i went and fasting and prayed and, and took that thing to god and then i went back the doctor's report was clean why is that because they had the faith they did the work they went to war so with all of these things absolutely we have to go to spiritual war to to fight off these spirits but especially with a spirit of infirmity because it's so in your face so for instance I remember not even not that long ago, I was sick. I had a cold. But right before I caught the cold, I was ministering to some people that had been um, going through like they just had a lot. They was dealing with a lot of uh, different demonic spirits and I was pouring into them, pouring into them. But I was empty. So after I was pouring into them, I didn't get fed. I didn't get spiritually fed, which is important as people that's affiliated with Kingdom Living. If you mute your phone, if you are not, if you are not being spiritually fed after you pour into people, this is what happened. I got sick. Mute your phone. Um, I got sick. And when I got sick, I had to pray. I had to get in my word. I had to pray that thing off because it was just taking a long time to go. But see, it was my spirit fighting with the demonic spirit that I was faced. So understand when you're praying for deliverance, make sure you fill your cup up with worship. Somebody praying over you, pouring back into you. Okay, that's important. So I'm going to give you this the deaf and dumb spirit. Oh, my gosh. This is one that so many people exhibit. Oh, my God. The deaf and dumb spirit leads to speech and hearing impairments, seizures and mental illness. Individuals may struggle with communication experience, profound isolation without deliverance. They may remain trapped in their conditions. Here's an example of that. I have a friend. The friend child is autistic. We have to pray that deaf and dumb spirit off. That's a speech and hearing impairment. We're going to pray this off somewhere along the bloodline. Somebody in the family had had an open door open, let had the their door open to that deaf and dumb spirit. So any any portal within yourself, whether that's in a relationship with somebody that have all these spirits, you are the open vessel to have those spirits implanted in you, which means they are now on your bloodline. Think about how this thing grows. So deaf and dumb spirit is one. Let me give you all the scripture for the deaf and dumb spirit. And I want you guys to go back and read this story because it was a very profound story about the deaf and dumb spirit. Okay. It's in Mark chapter nine, verse 25. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit saying unto them, thou deaf and dumb spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and answer no more into them. Pay attention that when Jesus identified these spirits. He called them out by name. 
He called him out by name and he gave a command. He didn't say, hey, can you? No, he commanded him. No, you come out right now. Why? Because he had the power and authority. And that's what we have. But we don't use it. And a lot of teachers and churches are not teaching us to use the authority. But here, you're going to get it today. Spirit of bondage. All the people that experience spiritual bondage. That those symptoms include fear, addictions, and a sense of captivity. Individuals may find themselves enslaved by various vices, unable to break free from the destructive behaviors. Without deliverance, they may live a life mocked by bondage. So we know people with addictions. They stuck. Fear or you know, they they're always afraid and they feel alone. They feel stuck. That's what the spiritual bondage is. Okay, I'm going to take you out to the scripture. Um, That's in Romans chapter 8, verse 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So that's how you that's how you uh, are delivered from the spirit of bondage. You have to come out and claim and, and call, cry out to God with fasting and praying. Some some of the spirits require fasting and praying because you can't pray all of them out. But that's another topic for another day. I'll, I'm not going to give y'all the... Oh, let's see. I might have time. One, two. Okay, I can give y'all a few more and then I'm going to close out because I want to make sure that we do the prayer of deliverance from these spirits and answer any questions that you guys have. The next one is the seducing spirits. I know we at the, almost at the end. But these spirits got to be addressed and with the symptoms and outcomes. So the seducing spirits. Symptoms include a fascination with false teaching, deception, and a wandering from the truth. Those affected may be lured with um, heretical beliefs and practices leading them away from the true faith. Here's one, a seducing spirit. A seducing spirit... Uh, can be affiliated with people that say, oh, I don't know why you guys read the Bible. It's so many things missing from the Bible because they didn't want us to know all the different Bibles, uh, different books of the Bibles because we were slaves. They didn't want us to learn this stuff. See, that's deceptive. So here's the thing. If you read the King James Version of the Bible, don't you think that's enough for you to believe Christ is who he was? It's So if I... If I had the spirit of um the spirit of seducing this seducing spirit that leads to another rabbit hole because now okay i'm going to go search for these other books of the bible that's missing but that's taking me away from the holy bible i understand that so i that's find those books those specific books of the bible oh i'm going to find going to read books now i'm further away from it it's a rabbit hole of deception the next one Oh, let me read the scripture for the spirit of um, seducing spirits. That's in first Timothy chapter four, verse one. Now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. Yeah. So you'll see these people that um, had the unks around their necks. They may uh, say, oh, um. I, I I read the book book of Enoch. Oh, I read the book. I don't read the Holy Bible. All that is deceptive. 
Okay. And it's further and further away from Christ. And we need to know what these symbolisms mean. Okay. Nobody in kingdom living should even wear a cross or a unk. But that's a whole nother conversation for another day. We'll talk about that another time. The spirit of the Antichrist. Okay. Those symptoms include a denial of Christ's deity, rebellion against his teachings, and the promotion of false doctrines. Those influenced by this spirit may become adversaries of Christ and his message. How many people have you guys met? They they have a controversy to talk about about Christians everywhere. Oh, they want to say, oh, um, y'all believe that's who it is? They want to battle you with your religion. It's it's deceptive. It's deceptive and um, it's something that's from straight from the Antichrist. So in first John chapter two, verse 18, little children is it is the last time. And as ye have heard that the Antichrist shall come even now and there are many Antichrists whereby we know that it is the last time. So we will be faced with more people like this. But we got to stay in this word in the Holy Bible. I suggest King James Version, but as you may, to stay woke, to understand what's going on. He's Jesus is telling us that these people are coming and they they had the spirit of Antichrist. OK, the spirit of error. OK, let's talk about that. The, the symptoms include for the spirit of error, stubbornness, false doctrines and resistance to God correction. Those under the spirit may reject the truth and persist in their erroneous beliefs, leading to spiritual confusion and division. This is this is one that if it get in your church, if it get in your ministry, it can do some terrible things to your ministry. So it's important that we make sure that we don't have that spirit living in us. Stubbornness. We got to be accepted to change. God might tell you to do something. You got to be ready for his change. You you can't be stubborn. False doctrines. If it's not in the word of God, it ain't right. It's not right. It's false doctrines. And we cannot be resistant to godly correction. Sometimes people have to. I had to be corrected so many times. And so many times I'm like, oh, I don't even want to get in here. People have corrected me. No, you need to be in here. No, you got to continue to do this. So lastly, we must address a unique aspect of spiritual warfare, the spirit of poverty and understand its symptoms and outcomes. The spirit of poverty includes laziness, greed, a lack of generosity. Those affected may struggle with financial difficulties and constant fear of lack. Without deliverance, the spirit can lead to a cycle of poverty and financial bondage. Here's the thing. In this time of our lives, when the world is doing all these crazy things, the spirit of poverty is prevalent. And we as the body of Christ, we got to be delivered from that because nobody that is a part of his children, that is that is his children should have a spirit of poverty. We shouldn't be lazy. We shouldn't be greedy and we should not exhibit generosity. How? How can we say we children of God? and we, We not generous to people and we lazy and we greedy. 
and we we had we don't have no money. We have bad credit. Those things are not of Christ. See, this spirit into a lot of ministries and a lot of people because that that's an issue. Anytime you meet a person that have um they say oh they they have bad credit or they they have financial issues. That's a spirit that need to be dealt with. And see, ministries don't teach you that. They say, oh, we'll pray for you. No, 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 no. This spirit of poverty need to be off you. Where did it start? Because we need to close off the vessel, close off where it entered in the first place. Who Was this on your bloodline? If it's on your bloodline, we need to cancel that thing right now. Because maybe something that your family did that affected you financially. So that spirit of poverty had been inherited to you. So that's something that we need to be delivered from. So out of all of these spirits that we talked about today, there were 16 of them. Um, I know that most of these spirits that can resonate with somebody because I all of them can. I can resonate with all of them. And just think of this. If these are 16 that we were able to identify today, think about the rabbit hole that come with it. Depression, poverty, low self-esteem all of these different things it's just a rabbit hole of depression none of that stuff is of christ so all of these uh spirits are unique right but remember that spiritual warfare requires vigilance prayer and faith and fasting too in the word of god keep your armor on and be empowered to confront and conquer these spirits through christ um, this kind of wrap up what I wanted to tell y'all about, about the spirits, but I hope that you guys find what I discussed enlightening and empowering. Okay. So before we close, we're going to pray a prayer of repentance, um, for not addressing these spirits because some of us already knew about them but we haven't even addressed addressed them in our lives and know that they did so we're going to pray a prayer of repentance and we're going to pray a prayer of deliverance okay let's just remember the importance of standing strong in your faith always being vigilant and using your authority to cast out these demons demonic spirits from your life we have to break these covenants and restore God's spirit in our life and restore the covenant that we have with him. Okay. So I'm going to say a clear prayer of repentance and then we'll close out. Heavenly Father, we come before you today recognizing the presence of these demonic spirits in our lives and the need for deliverance. We repent for any involvement with these spirits and ask for your forgiveness. We break any covenants they may have allowed these spirits to enter our lives and we declare our allegiance to you. Lord, we ask for your deliverance and restoration, filling us with your Holy Spirit and gifts. We thank you for the victory we have in Christ for the authority you've given us over these spirits. Help us to walk in your truth and light, free from their influence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us today for an, another episode of Truth Revealed. Stay blessed, be vigilant, and continue to live in the victory of Christ. Goodbye and God bless. Oh, no, no, no. Before I go, um, 
I want to make sure that you guys are subscribed to the website. Make sure that um, you are aware that Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. we do morning prayer. Um, you can find that information on the website. On Wednesday nights, we do live Bible study. This particular Bible study this Wednesday will be visibly live because I'm going, going to be up there live. Um, you guys can tap in as well. Um, it'll start at 8 p.m. Um, you'll receive the link if you are subscribed to the website, our email address. If you have a special prayer request, please let me know. Um, and I make sure you can send it through the email. I'll, you can email it to me and I'll add it to our prayer calls this week. And I will see you guys on the other side of the week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share this. Share this episode. Um, It'll be posted sometime tonight. So share it with um, everyone you come in contact with because we need to know about these spirits. And I want to hear back from you guys. Email me, text me. Let me know what spirits that you encountered that you um have been delivered from because I advise and I hope that you are praying a prayer of deliverance, fasting and praying to be delivered from these um spirits. All right. Keep living in victory. In Jesus' name, y'all have a wonderful week. Bye.